Dave? Dave's not here. Hey everyone, time for Puzzle Talk, the geocaching puzzle podcast brought to you by the Geocache Talk Network. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron link on the front page. It's the little red heart on the Geocache Talk website. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coins and other geocaching items during the year. That's the bonus. Bonus content, bonus items, bonus invites to special events. We've played some games periodically. We've got a new game coming up in June, guys. We're not going to play any more uh, Quiplash. We've got a new game to play. Similar, okay. though. Audience gets to play along. And all that is only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as Bison Tube level, which is $3 a month. Here are your hosts, Charles Watkins and Tom Brotherman. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Howdy, Gary. Howdy. How are you? It's, um, it's, you know, it's another day trapped in paradise. It's starting to grow. It's starting to grow back a little bit. I noticed you got a little. I, I no lie. I have I've lost my razor. Um, I haven't <laughs> had to haven't had to use one in over a year, and uh, <laughs> then all of a sudden you're like, you need it. Like I had, I cut it all off with clippers. And then I'm oh like, yeah, I was like, I need my razor. Like, where's my, where's my razor? Like, I haven't seen that thing in, you know, well over a year. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's been a while. I'm, I may have to just knuckle down and, and go buy one. But yeah, it's yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, who let Electric Water Boy in tonight? He's always in. What are you talking about, Hodag? Come on. Yeah. He's being mean to me. Uh, Darren, good to see you. Glad to uh, to know that Wednesday is uh, will arrive. Uh, we got an interesting show tonight. I like this one. Um, I've liked them all, but I really kind of you're supposed to like all of them. I do. I've liked. I have liked all of them. And uh, I, this one definitely fascinates me because I, now that I've kind of read through the notes, I kind of want to put one of the, I kind of want to make one of these puzzles. <laughs> so that doesn't always happen, by the way. I mean, I, I, I appreciate some of the puzzles that we have talked about in the past, but I'm like, I'm not making one myself like that. I think they're interesting. But but not all. But in a lot of them, I, a lot of them, I've had this, like uh, source code. I did one with the source code because I thought that was interesting. The one that you did way back, Charles, about a year ago, probably now, 
we talked about how you could hide the information in the, in the source code. Oh yeah. The invisible text in the source code. So it doesn't yeah. show up on the cache page. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to do that. So I did that. And of course, um, you know, it's been found, but I'm sure there's a lot of people have been struggled with it and I'm willing to help anybody. If the, if I'll give anybody a nudge that they need. Right. Um, so I guess let's, Let's talk a, a bit of news, and then we'll get into the. Well, well into the I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do a plug for Cashly because okay, that invisible source code shows up just plain as day in Cashly. Does it really? Golly, you I just gotta, slip yeah. over, slip over to the web part, and everything you too hidden shows up in there. Yeah, in the source code section. Darn, I got to take a look at my own cash now. All right, before we're doing that, let's first do some news. No, good. Sorry, not a whole lot of news going on, uh, but we do have Puzzle Talk merch available for purchase at the Geocache Talk store. So you can go to geocachetalk.com and click on the store tab at the upper right corner of the screen, or you can go directly to the store at chromiaprint.com slash collections slash geocaching. And you will get to see all of the amazing uh, Geocache Talk merchandise that is there. Um, all of the shows um, are doing something, but Puzzle Talk in particular has uh, a T-shirt with a puzzle on the back of it. Uh, Puzzling we, puzzle. Yeah, yeah. When we threw down the challenge and threw <laughs> some extra sweet swag in the deal um, last week for this. Um, was that if you purchase one of our t-shirts and were the first person to email the correct coordinates to the puzzle before next month's first show, so you got three weeks left to get this thing done, um, Gary was going to throw in an extra Sunday show coin. Yep, there's the Sunday show coin. Tom was going to eat a number four in your honor. Number four. Um, and he has to down a Dr. Pepper shake at the same time. Yep. Um, but um, I've got a one-year premium membership that I'm going to throw throw Ooh. in the mix. Nice. So if somebody gets this thing solved before the beginning of next month's first show, show. right? So yep. you got three, you roughly got three weeks here. Correct. Um, you will get a blue puzzle talk coin mailed to you from me. So yep. one of mine, yep. um, you will get Gary will mail you a Sunday show coin, the new Sunday show coin. Yep. Um, and then I'll include in mine, if I can find it, I've got it here somewhere. I have to find it. I've got a premium membership for one year um, that I will, I've got a card Hard. Yeah. that's, that's redeemable for a one year premium member subscription. Nice. Um, all of that is good. If you can be the first person to solve the puzzle before next month's first show. Um, yes. Also, if you solve the puzzle 
um, but you're not first um, to get an answer in, but you're first to actually go to the geocaching coordinates that you get from that puzzle. There is a regular puzzle talk coin yep. and one of my trackable tags on geocaching.com. Both of these are hidden yeah, at yeah. the location. So you uh, solve the puzzle and be the first one to actually go visit the site. You'll get both of these that are hidden in the container that is hidden there at the coordinates that you get from the puzzle. Nice. So it's so it's not a nano in the woods. It is not a nano in the woods. It is this is my fly fishing container, but it's a container about this size, roughly. Cool. So and that's got all of it's got both of those coins hidden in it. Um and whatnot. So um, there actually is is some pretty good um, sweet swag out there for you guys um, as incentive to um, grab a puzzle and try to solve it. Yes, absolutely. Jeff, thanks for joining. We'll be using your tool spot later. So it's not big enough to put these two trackables in. <laughs> no. Dang. No. Dang you're gonna it. Have, you're going to have to find another cache for that. Hey, you don't have to worry about that. I thought you were bringing those to Mingo. That was, I'm going to your... make them Simmel's problem. That's right. It's going to be Ryan's problem. <laughs> um, also, we got an email from one of our listeners. Oh, cool. Uh, Buzz82, um, his in real life name. There he is. Um, so he solved the mother of all puzzles. Um, puzzle cache. Oh, that cool. is a difficulty five, and it's something like 25 different puzzles inside uh, this one cache that you've got to all solve to wow to get to. I've looked at it a couple of times over the years, um, and I didn't realize this, but there's a huge Facebook group specifically <laughs> for this puzzle cache Dedicated. that will that will help give you hints and nudges in the correct direction. Um, so congratulations to Scott for uh, getting, Oh, they're 50, 50 levels, low. 50 levels. So yeah. So congratulations, um, you know, and uh, whatnot. That's, that is okay. not an easy puzzle yes. to solve. And right. uh, you know, so there we go. Congratulations, Scott on, uh, on that. So incredible. And that's what we got in the, the news. Oh, there's more, but hold on. Tonight's beer club, since somebody asked, is it's just a ginger beer tonight. Ginger ale. Yeah, Pizza Ninja wants to know if he can join your beer and puzzle of the month club. Yeah, <laughs> I don't drink cheap. When it comes to beer, I don't drink cheap stuff. So. <laughs> oh, that's good. There is news. There is news. We have, we have news. more news. We each have something. Uh Hodag wants to mention he thinks he's had that bowling pin at one point. So there may be more than one. <laughs> Sadly, that's for another show for sure. That's. Oh, yeah. I'm going to drink when it's gone. That's for sure. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, I got I got one item. And, uh, oh, case anybody wants to go try to. Oh, that's the mother, mother of all puzzles. puzzles. If anybody wants to try to find that. 
find it or or solve it. Yeah, it it is for mm -hmm. sure a a difficulty five. I'd looked at it when I was um, gonna be doing a road trip from uh, Washington D.C. back to Colorado, right? And knew that I was going to gonna be staying in the uh, Columbus, Ohio area, um, and that's where the icon is. So I started looking at it, and I didn't backwards plan that correctly because I didn't give myself near um, <laughs> the near enough time to Whoops. to finish it. So yeah. Wow. So Dan Dan says he was FTF on that. How about that? We got some we got some experts in the group. Uh, so your news is it about a souvenir or is it about souvenirs? No, mine is about uh, the geo art. Okay. So, well, then let me what, do mine first because yours you, is going to be longer. Go ahead. So there's the new souvenirs that are out for the science of discovery. Yes. Where it's all the point stuff. And I finally got started. I've got the first two, two of them done. And then I saw today there's another one for, oh, now I don't remember. Oh, the, the Blue Switch Day. Yes. yes. But you uh -huh. basically just have to find a cash or go to an event anytime after what, May 3rd, May 3rd or later. Right. You got the whole end of the whole rest of the year to get that done. <laughs> I think we might get that done. I wonder Maybe how, a mingo. Yeah. Not that anybody's probably thought about it, but I wonder – how many souvenirs you could get in one day? If you go to a mega, you'll get the mega souvenir. If you play your cards right, you could get all the science ones. If you haven't cashed in a while, you could get all the, um, what are they called? The wonders of the world. The wonders of the world. Wonders of the world. Right. So They're still out and available. Oh, but wait, there's more. And if you haven't been to Kansas, you can get the Kansas souvenir plus any other state along the way. You haven't been to right. Let's or see. country. Is there they a souvenir for the maze? There's, I don't think so. Go ahead. Um, we're, we're yeah, digressing. Right. We're digressing quickly. <laughs> um, tricky though i mean just something to yeah i got three i got three souvenirs the 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 day before when we did the when uh charles and i and jesse did that big long uh, uh letterbox hybrid uh power run i got three souvenirs that one day but that wasn't the day of the mega. So the mega was later. You could log the Mars Rover. You could log the locationless is, is. Yeah. Both of the locationless at, right. at this mega. Um, and, you could get, and you could get CETO season one. Yes. Right. You get all that in one day. Anyway, it was just a weird thought in my head. Okay. So, um, uh, that, um, uh, uh, GeoArt came out that is near, uh, let me pull it up here and show you. 
So this this picture is no longer accurate because they've all been found now. So no FTFs left. But those are all puzzles. They are all puzzles. They are all puzzles. So if you want to go do those, if you're not going out there, I would think after you do two or three, I don't think you necessarily have to do any more. But if you're happy to, if you're planning to go out there and you figure out one or two, you can figure out all hundred and whatever there are. So anyway, kind of cool. I like uh, the concept. So I don't know if you guys have taken a look at that or not, but uh, yeah, I have. Um, <laughs> I laughed when somebody said, Oh, that's a neat little firework. <laughs> yeah. Geo art that y'all did out there and be like, it's a palm tree. But then when you go back and look at it, you're like, I can see where they came out with yeah. the firework. Did you see the one that had somebody had sideshow Bob as the picture? <laughs> <laughs> if you think about yes. it, it's kind of like a sideshow Bob. So, mm -hmm. uh, anyway, so one last thing. Yep. This thing here, this this travel this, bug. This oh, this have TV. You, yeah. Have you seen anything on this? Um, oh. Bugs called Among the Stars. And the owner's geocaching HQ, and I have no clue how you get the the code for it, but I well, worked on always, it off and on. Yeah, you can always get a code if you probably need it. You got the TB for it. You got the travel bug number. Well, that's the one that just takes you to see it. That one, this one, won't let you right. log it. And for those on our audio show. It's the travel bug number is TB9VCYP. And what do we do with that, Tom? Other than try to log it? Is there yeah, something just else? Try to log it, but you got to get the code somewhere. And I don't have a clue. There's People ways are coming up with it. There's ways to get that. There are different ways. I have not figured it out. So. All right. Well, let's get on with the show. Yes, let's do that. Um, so, Tom, take it away. All right. Well, I can make that banner disappear. No, hold on a minute. Yeah, we'll, we'll, there we go. All right. So, in the show notes, we've got the tools and all. Yes. Um, uh, it'll all be in the show notes and I'll put up, I'll put up what I can into banners as well as we go along. So this phone a friend thing tonight is not really about calling your buddies. It's actually just puzzle caches with it involve a phone. Absolutely. And the first two we're going to talk about are um, pretty similar. Uh, the first one is SMS texting, texting, where if you notice the the letters on the phone, you know you got the numbers and letters. So the number two's got an A, B, and C, and three's got D, E, F. 
if you wanted an A, you would hit a two. If you wanted to make a B, you'd hit two, two. <laughs> oh, and if you needed a space, you'd hit zero. So, oh, I can't copy that over there from that. Um, I, I put in the banner, by the way, and I sent everybody the thing too about the multi multi tap. Yeah, yeah, it's got different names. Multi taps, what decode uses. I like D. I use decode a lot. I like decode. Yep. Except for you put the French one on there, didn't you? Or does it? Uh, did I mean, I you just. You can also go to uh, Jeff's page, tools.cashthelinenet and type in the word phone, and you'll get a few different uh, options. But go ahead. So for an easy puzzle doing this stuff, the multi-tap is pretty easy because, you know, like I say, if you wanted an A, you just hit 2. If you wanted a B, it's Two two because it's that's telling you use the second letter on a number two, or D, A, B, C, D E. If you wanted an E, it'd be three three. So D is three, E is three three. Since there's two threes, it would tell you use the second letter on the three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But now if you want to get tough with this thing, very similar, but not quite like it is T9 or predictive text, where no matter what letter you're using, you just use for A, B, or C, it's just a two. And D, E, F is just a three. And there was predictive text that you would that you could type in way back when, when people use this stuff. I don't know if that's really still around or not. I've never, I haven't done it in forever, but it would guess what you were trying to text. Oh yeah. I remember those days you're like, no, that's not it. <laughs> it, it, it would give you some options, but yeah. Yep. Yeah. T9. So if you're reversing it and there's, there's some stuff that'll give you the guesses to it, but, but yeah, but without yeah. it, man, that's, that's almost like playing Scrabble or something. Yeah, that's a booger of one right there. It could be. Potentially. You could make it pretty tricky. I don't even know if people know what that is anymore, though. Yeah. Interesting. I like that. That was like from what, the early days of texting? Oh, yeah. Can you? Yeah, that's from back when you had the. You know, the Nokia brick phone. The flip phones that were about yeah. that long and about gay wide. Yeah, the old Motorola razors. Yep. Yeah. I, I my nightmare days I think that that I that come to mind when I think of those is my I had a Blackberry. And oh my gosh, what oh. a mess that was. <laughs> yeah. Oh the crack the I, crackberry. I had one of those. And you, I, you we just found one of those at work. And had to turn it into IT because we didn't know if it had any government data still stored on it. And right. then the IT specialist looked at it and they were like, I don't even know how to turn this on. <laughs> but do, like, do we have a power cable for this? Like they just, they were like, I've heard of these, but I've never actually seen one that young IT person. So it was uh, kind of fun to, to drop that off in their lap and say, <laughs> 
Well, before yeah. I can dispose of it, you need to make sure that there's no, you know, government data on the phone. It is. So, yeah, the blackberries. That's, take a that's hammer to easy. it. There you go. I was going to say take a sledgehammer <laughs> to it, and that solves that problem. Uh, we've got one of those giant magnets that'll gloss yeah. it. And, and so you just, we can send it down to the state office and, and sure. have them throw it up there on their little magnet and turn it on. <laughs> you can hear it go, degauss that. You know, thing. as it fries every, every, yeah, as it fries every <laughs> circuit in that thing. But um, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, Fishing Kitty says, I had one puzzle I did, a two forward slash meant C or a two backslash was A. In a two-pipe? I understand a two-pipe, but I was B. I would have thought that's the other way, but I guess it mean, huh. depends on which way. Two forward slides. That's interesting. Yeah, Dan. He remembers the days. I don't know if they even have those. I know you can find them, but I wonder if, if that guy's still doing the uh, will it blend where you throw the thing in a blender and see what comes out at the end? You know, <sighs> will it blend? <laughs> you have to have a powerful blender, but um, she says she calls it up and down slash. Oh, that's a pipe. I, I it's yeah, I was taught it was pipe. Is that was that symbol? Yeah, because there's I still deal with that some with pipe delimited files. Yeah. But I guess mm -hmm. in a, 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 one descriptive way to put it, Teresa says, is an up and down slash. But, yeah, pipe. But, yeah, I'm still back on her two forward slashes, a C, and two backslash. I mean, you could do. Well, I, under, I understand. So you it, look it's, at just the, what, it's just. Yeah. If you look at the, the number two on your phone, yeah. right, you have um, the two. Slash this way is the one on the right hand side of the two in the backslash. You know, was it right. the top of it is pointing which way you need to go, and whether it's up and down is telling you it's in the middle. Oh, okay. So it's either it's telling you to either go this way on the two key, that way on the two key, or this on the two key. Gotcha. Because I've got also this I can bring up. I think it's quite interesting. It shows the. Uh, did I grab the right one? Is that the vanity phone? No, T9. Oh, it's the uh, T9 converter one. Yeah. T9 converter. Looks like this. There's. Well, the, now, I, now, now with that, that makes sense with what she's got. Mine. On my on my iPhone, yeah, it's just the opposite. The letters are at the bottom, so oh, okay. depends on the phone. But you know, well, it wouldn't matter either way because if you spell it wrong, then you and come up with something weird, well, then you know, okay, turn it around the other direction. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's saying also using an old rotary phone. Instead of a one of the one of the, one of the new ones. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Good old rotary phones. I wonder that would throw 
that probably if you put a rotary phone out there, <laughs> and you you wonder how the percentage okay, of the geocaching population just... now, right? That that would just look at that and be like, I don't know how to dial the phone number. Be like, well, how many people? Oh. You know, my grandmother had one hanging in her kitchen, so I had to know what a rotary phone, how to rotary dial. But yes. could you imagine the oh. number of people that are out there geocaching now that have actually never, never seen one? That's like people who don't understand that you used to have to pick up a deal and yes, and crank on the box, right. and then a lady on the or a you know somebody on the other yep. end picked it up and said, "Who do you want to talk to?" And they moved a wire over. Yes. To, There's to, an app yeah. for that. There's an app for that. Yeah. Well, it still there doesn't it work, is. though. Because like Charles said, it's one thing to put a rotary phone in front of a millennial, for example. But we've all, at least the three of us, have been there where you're trying to dial a seven-digit number. And if you mess up, if your phone's, if your if your fingers, oh, if, fingers if, had a, if they had a seven or eight or nine. Hang up. And they had, oh, and they had a, oh. You gotta get the zero right. You gotta click that zero because if you don't pull it around fast enough for you, for those out there, they've never done it before. If you don't, you can't just sort of willy nilly it. You gotta grab the. You gotta put your finger in the like where the zero is, and you gotta pull hard. You gotta get all the way around the the corner, all the way to the metal. And the little stop. Yeah. Little stop yeah. <laughs> but I'm betting Charles has only done that with the plastic dial. The big yeah. thick plastic dial. Oh, the th oh, the, th oh we, the we had one, and I don't. We dial. had. I mean, yeah. we had one with a thin metal dial on it. Yeah, that one, and it was like that. Put some muscles on you. Darrell's dialing long distance. Forget it. Yeah, yeah you can I, get in I a car and drive there quicker. <laughs> well, and and you know there was a, those phones were really handy when all you had to do was dial the last four digits of a phone number. Right. Yeah. And, and so that tells you where, you know, where, how far it's been since I, I can remember when a day in time when all you had to do is dial the last four digits of a phone number, because there were only so many phone numbers, you know, and yep. uh, you didn't have to dial the first three to dial in town. Right. right. You just, just the last four. Oh, um, you grew up in a small city. I was in the big city. So yeah. But Man, let me tell you, it's, having to having to dial that, and then you get all the way to the, and then you have to hang up and do it again. Oh, start um, over again. You know, yeah, it's tricky. Uh, so there are. That's the interesting, you know. As as time goes on, it's like our society kind of almost creates puzzle caches on its own because people are going to go, "What's that?" Now, as Charles or as Tom point out, as we always say, there's an app for that. But yeah, but you got to oh, know what it is. True. And then there's this. When you were on the party line, oh yeah, I that predates me, but I can remember my mom uh, and them talking about it. Um, but I definitely grew up in the day of the rotary dial 
in my grandmother's kitchen. She had a she had a blue phone that had a I mean it had like a nine thousand foot cord on it. I know for some people their phones used to be attached to the wall and yeah. they used to be connected by cord and you could only walk so far. And yeah. so uh, my grandmother had one so that she could walk out of the kitchen because there was only one phone in the house. She'd walk oh. out of the kitchen and into the den in the living room or through the kitchen and answer the front door, but still be on the phone. Like she had like the 9,000 foot slinky now, cable on that thing. Now that that's like a luxury to have something like that. Normally you'd have to stand right next to the phone. Yeah. Cause it had a cord like, yeah, it had a cord <laughs> this long on it. Yeah. Yeah. You wished for the longer ones because, but she had a get a little private conversation. If you could get that cord long enough, you could get out, get behind a door or something, and talk to your girlfriend mm -hmm. without having your parents. Yeah, but she oh. had. Yeah, that's right. get off the phone. Yeah, get she had phone. a bright blue phone, and then and then she had oh, a wow. bright yellow. Wow! Giant. Um, long giant cord so that she could walk wherever she wanted to um, and not have to get off of the phone. Yeah. Well, then, how about what that? we're going to talk about next? This it will make sense to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? Charles is probably going to do what? <laughs> what do what? 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 Yeah. Teresa's right. We had this kid. You begged your parents for a phone jack in your bedroom so you could have your own phone. I didn't do that. I drilled a hole through the wall and ran <laughs> a line through it. Ran your own cord through there. Yeah. Surprise ran your dad. Th ran it through a closet and surprise <laughs> your dad didn't whoop you. Or no, I ran it. How did I do it? Somehow, I ran yeah. something through the attic. Oh right, go around. Oh, and Lord. Through the wall of your bedroom into the in the attic. What did I, what did I, I had something in the attic because I had maybe that was my ground from I don't know because I had a you know yeah back in the really old days before internet you know, with three hundred baud stuff and you had to dial it yourself and flip the switch and yeah yeah somebody was mentioning that earlier too but uh, yeah once the once you switched. I remember the days when we switched our phone to a to the just the punch. I was like, oh the my push God. button. This is this is life altering. This is technology, man, with a capital T. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we probably put a shit put a should have put oh. these in order because we're starting with modern stuff, and now we're going to go way back to the past, and then okay. move forward again. Well, let's go back. Let's go back to the past. So the okay, the, we're going to go back to the fifties now. Okay, we can do that. And, and probably the 60s. And I vaguely remember our phone number being described this way. So maybe, you're, I don't know, it's probably on its way out in the 70s. But exchanges, telephone exchanges. Telephone exchanges. And we've got a wiki page, or Wikipedia page in there for that. But, yep. you know, phone numbers, most phone numbers are seven digits. Yes. If you take out the area code, the exchange would okay. replace the first two numbers or two numbers or three numbers, depending on, on what kind of thing it exchange it was. 
with letters. And then to make it easier to those, those letters, there was a word association. So in my house growing up, the phone number, I'll just give you the first three digits. It was three, four, one. So we were in the diamond exchange. So it was three was a D. I mean, it uses the same thing that's on the, on the yep. phone keys. Now three was, was a D and four was an I. So it was D I. You could either write it as D I one, one, and then the rest of the number, or you'd say diamond one rest of the number. I put in the chat, the uh, page that has all of them in case you're interested. In, yeah. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes too. I think you did. You have is it in the show notes. I, I had one from a wiki page, but you've got a different one there. It work probably works just as good. That'll work. I'll add. I'll add that one as well, just to have another reference point. But yes. Um, so the example I had in there was from a Glenn Miller song. Well, Glenn Miller didn't write the song, but he recorded it. Yeah. Pennsylvania six five thousand. That's right. And that was, you know, name of the Glenn Miller, Glenn Miller and his orchestra recorded that, what, in 1940 in New York. And that was a phone number to the, um, oh, what hotel did I hotel. say? Oh, hotel Pennsylvania. That's right. Pennsylvania. Uh, so which would be seven, seven, three, three. seven, three, six, five thousand. There we go. So seven, three would be P.E. And they use Pennsylvania. Hey, does, so does that work? Does that work if I wanted to call the Hotel California? Well, California. Mm, <laughs> probably not. But That's if you different... still dial this number, if you still dial this number, you're still going to get the hotel and, they, and the, the answering thing will play part of the song for you. How about that? That's pretty cool. Um So, as we were talking before the show, I thought of how I would make a puzzle out of this, and I th and I think I'm actually going to do this one. I would just put the two numbers, or not the two, or maybe not even yeah. I'd put the two number two numbers up there. So like I'd put a giant three and a four. Yeah. Show a picture of an old rotary phone, and then have certitude. So if I had three four. Yeah. The answer to certitude would be diamond. There's a couple other choices, recommended choices, but 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 they're few. So yeah. Oh yeah, you could do something like that. Or you could go the other way around. Put just write diamond up there. Have the picture of the phone, and in certitude, you got to put three four. Yep. You can make it as difficult or as easy. Like that's fairly easy. You could kind of go. You go down the. You know, you go down the rabbit hole with, uh, what, you know, Bell. You could have something with the inventor of the phone and, and kind of go down this route. People go, I think he's talking about a phone. Oh, a phone. And he's giving me diamond. You might be able, I don't know. That'd be, you could make it pretty difficult. I just, I'm wondering now what the first phone call, what it was. Would they say Watson, come here? I need you or something. Yeah. About and wouldn't the second phone call something about the car warranty being about to expire? That's it. God. You're exactly right. 
It's good trivia. I don't know if everybody knows about that one. There you go. There, it is. there we go. You, you can make it look just like that. Oh, gosh. That would be a good hint, too. And one was actually kind of tricky, too, because you had to really kind of get the one perfectly. If you didn't, it didn't know what you were doing. The rest yeah, of them. Yeah. If you didn't get it far enough, then you ended up getting like a half. Yeah. It didn't quite recognize the one. <sighs> The one was a tough one, and the zero. You got to get the zero all the way around because you had to hear it because it would flip around, and then you take your phone off, or you take your finger off, and it would spun back around. Oh my gosh, if you had to dial 911 in an emergency on that phone, you'd be dead before then. I never <laughs> got through. <laughs> yeah, things would happen that kids never hear today, which is that do do do. I'm sorry. The number you have dialed is not in service. Please try again. Or they never hear beep, beep, yeah, beep, 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 beep. What's oh, man. that? It's a busy signal. The, the what's a, what's yeah. a busy signal? <laughs> never mind. Never mind. You walk through the house, be like, do you, do you hear that? Does, does somebody leave the phone off the hook? Oh, yeah. Do you like our impressions of? Okay. Caller ID was when you pick up the phone and said, hello, who is this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then along someday came the answer machine. That was crazy. Yeah. The answer machine before was pick up the phone and say hello. That's right. We used to race to the phone back in the day. Now you're like, I don't know. I'm not answering that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Your, so now your phone tells you it's a spam alert. You're like, oh, spam alert. That's no, at least now it says that. We're even further along now than that. So, what's mm-hmm. the number for nine one one? Oh no. So run. now we're gonna go from rotary phones to the push button stuff. Boop, 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 boop. Which you know that sucked when the the radio contest stuff and and you still had to dial dial phone <laughs> and this was, be the first caller, be the third caller, and it's like crap. You can't even. Yeah, and they finally they finally figured that out and wouldn't start answering the calls for a minute or two in it. But yeah, for a well, while it sucked. If you knew there was going to be a a contest too, you could dial six numbers and wait for that seventh. If you didn't. If you were just right, you could push that number. If you waited too long, it would go to, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. This number is no longer. It's like, dang it. So then, the um, when you dial or when you dial, when you hit the phone numbers on your phone now, and you hear that beep, that is a dual tone multi frequency. Oh, so it's two different sounds. Making that one sound you're hearing. Mm-hmm. Dual tone. Uh, yeah, it's called a D- DTMF code for dual tone frequency. And we've got all this in the show notes about how the frequencies work or what the frequencies are. Because I've actually seen a puzzle use these. It's slick. And it's. You would put the two frequencies. Together, you show the first frequency slash the second frequency, and that would give you what number 
you just hit. So like if you wanted the number five, it would be 770 and 1336. Oh, wow. How did you designate, or how did they designate that you were now switching to the next part of the number? Or was there a... Well, when you hit... when Okay. I guess it's the other way around. So let's go backwards then. Okay. When you hit the five on your phone, it's it's playing those two freak a sound at those two frequencies. Charles is gonna cut. Okay, he's putting the thing up there. Oh, there you go. Appreciate you. Charles is a smart one here on this stuff. I'm not. I can't do that. Lisa, <laughs> I can write it up, but I can't get it up there. So yeah, you hit the five. It would play something at 770 hertz and 1336 hertz. And you would hear one sound, but it's two different sounds going on at the same time. And your phone is smart enough to know, right. I guess, that you're playing those two. And I don't have a clue why they picked those different hertz. <laughs> I, I'm sure there's something to that. I am not an electrical or telephone engineer. Don't claim to be, but just as for the TV. puzzle, as for the puzzle part of it, though, I have seen this where you've seen, you'd see a, 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 the, a number, a slash, and another number, and it'd be the two frequencies, and that would represent what number you really wanted in there. Oh, wow. So if you saw 770 slash 1336, you know that was a five. Two tones made it tougher to hack phone systems with a simple tone generator, which is because early on you can avoid, you can make a long distance call if you could. Get a payphone. Yeah. But when they go to two tone, you couldn't, it was much more difficult, like Pizza Ninja was saying. Apparently, the there's some D, DTMF in the mother of all puzzles puzzle cash so interesting and and that just answered your question Teresa so MOAP is the mother of all puzzles mother of all puzzles uh, if you go all the way back up to the top somebody put the GC code in the chat and it's in here so it's it's in Ohio you can go check it out it's a five difficulty puzzle 50 different stages yeah levels something like that anyhow levels. Cool. All right. Is that something we can solve while we're at Mingo? Uh, we're going to be busy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have plenty of time. You can do it all night if you want. We got enough palm trees to go find, palm tree puzzles to go find, that <laughs> we ain't got time to solve anything else. We're going to have to be going uh, through those. Uh, there is in the show notes uh, the links to the details. DTMF, the dual tone multi frequency. Also, you can see it if you want to. I got a picture of it. Pardon me. At least, I mean, I didn't know they had one of these, but apparently, uh, you can actually see what it looks like. Let's see if I can share the right one. There we go. 
What is that stuff on the right? <laughs> That's part of the it's a sixteen digit dual tone multi frequency signal maker. The red keys in the fourth column produce the A B well, C D of the DTMF events. But why F O F I N P? They must have had something that connects to the frequency. Something must be. Notice there's no pound symbol. Back in the day, we called we called it a pound symbol. The, yeah. If you asked a millennial now, they'd say it's a hashtag. It's like no, no, it's no. Right. It's pound a number sign. Pound and a number sign. Uh. And then that star on that one looks like a star and not an asterisk. Yeah, this one has a star, but when we were growing up, it'd have an asterisk there. So what's the A for? I don't know. I don't, I don't do know what reading, that's... Little wiki reading, wiki reading, reading to figure that some of that out. This is the mm-hmm. this is the Autovon system. In case you were wondering. Anyway. On with the show. Onwards and upwards. Yeah, thanks. Jeff's making me a note. I linked some DTF tools on the tool page. Thank you, my friend. Definitely uh, check that out. Uh, Jeff's got a lot of the tools in tools.cashtheline.net. You can go there to find a lot of the tools. Or if you have suggestions, I'm sure Jeff would be willing to... That decoder did he just put up this one? So oh, okay. Jeff, that says sound detect. So if I play the sound, will it tell what frequencies it is? Oh, Does it works like that. I don't know. That's kind of cool for like an audio puzzle. Yeah. Uh, Darrell saying there was a long A and a short A. That's why it had that. <laughs> The A and the A. <laughs> oh, Lord. Goodness. All right. And and if you're going to hide a puzzle cache that is like this, yes. all of your puzzle oh, cache yeah. finals need to be in like an old phone booth or <laughs> really? an empty payphone spot. There's, there's, place, there's ways to make it, right? Um, you know, I had a traditional at one point in time called E.T. took his phone home and it was just an old Southwestern Bell, you know, in the corner of a gas station. So you could pull up and talk to it while you were still in your car. Oh, um, yeah. And whatnot. But find one of them. They, they're they still out there. They still exist. Um, there was actually a payphone just like that in um, Cisco where we were at. And when I when me and Laura went driving past. There was a rancher pulled up next to it, had the phone in his hand, in there talking <laughs> on the telephone. I was like, he probably he put thirty five cents in there to make a phone call. You, you see that? <laughs> um, and it still worked. Like we swung back by it later and picked it up. Sure enough, there was a dial tone on the other end. So, um, if you can get your hands on uh, one of these, then uh, not the guy. Nobody. I don't know who the guy is, but. Uh, the big red English box. Now that would make it even a even a greater or a TARDIS would be great too. But 
I kind of like the big red English box as well. That's kind of a cool. There's one of those in Galveston. Yep, I've Isn't done there? that one in Galveston. Yep, there's a little magnetic nano up in one of the <laughs> inside the door. Corners. Yep. Wow. Um, I did that when I was down there getting a couple of webcam caches. 3D print. Oh, Lord. How much 3D, how much plastic you would need for that? Yeah, really. Although it would probably get a favorite point from me if you did that. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. Um, Back in three years when it's through, through printing. Yeah. But yeah, like, like, like Charles said, if you can somehow acquire, procure yourself some proper equipment of the time, maybe an old phone that you, uh, a phone in the woods that you have to uh, go find. I found a phone or two in the woods that are <laughs> caches. Well, what you do is you have them solve it, solve it, over here and then when the when you have to get to the final the final is also a phone you know there you go keep, mm -hmm. the, keep the theme going that's right um and then now high tech you can have a phone number without actually having to have a phone which is crazy crazy talk which is crazy talk <laughs> Um, but if you have a Google email account, you can sign up for Google's voice services that they offer. Sign up is free. Yep. Um, and we have the website for the sign up in the show notes, but it's voice.google.com slash you slash zero slash sign up. Right. And so you can yes. go into Google Voice, get you a Google Voice number. Um, and then, um, we've, I've seen this where cord, you know, where the puzzle gave you a telephone number at the end and you're like, well, or it gave you a random digits of numbers that you're looking at. And once you looked at it long enough, you realized it was a phone number and you had yes. to call it. And when you called it, the voicemail on the other end said the final to the geocache coordinates that you were looking for were north this and west that and so it was once you solve the puzzle and realize that oh this is a phone number these aren't they're not giving me coordinates there wasn't a certitude um and you right. realize that oh this is an area code and a phone number you call it the voicemail would tell you uh where what you were looking for and so it is a fun neat way to add an additional twist to a puzzle is to sign up for you a free yeah uh, free google voice number set up the um see in the pizza ninja has one um so sign up for a free google voice make you a voicemail and then submit that thing publish it and get it done so that number, you can call it. It doesn't ring anywhere. It's just an answering machine. It's a virtual answering machine. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. you have to set it I'm, up. Yeah. You have to set it up, but you can set it up and then. Simple. Simple to set up. And then, like, I have the Google Voice app on my phone because my personal phone has two phone numbers, one that I give my ex-wife 
and then one that I give everybody else in the world. And I know when the one rings, don't answer that one. <laughs> um, no, but um, it's, uh, you know, you can set it up to where, like if I went and took the Google Voice app off of my phone, the phone number that I have associated to that is still assigned to my Gmail account. Right. It will still ring. It's just not going to ring my phone. It's not going to ring my computer. Now you will get an email that tells you. Yes. I recall correctly. You get an email that tells you you had a missed call from this number. Um, right. So, you know, don't, don't, don't do it on your main Gmail. account. You know, make you a, you know, GC seven, seven, one, five, six at gmail.com yeah. email account specifically for that GC code number. Exactly. Right? And whatnot. So, um, but Google voice is free, um, you know, and you can uh, set it up and have the answering machine, the voicemail give out the final coordinates and then they can call it and listen to it as many times as they want. If, you know, for whatever reason, they're like, Oh, they got to go find a pen, yeah. you know, to write something down. So there and you go. I, I had going through my head just now. That's why I asked that. Cause I did, I've done caches where you hit a doorbell yes, and it rings, you know, 50 feet away or whatever. And I've done the key fob thing you know, where yep. it's the common one here was called, does a gnome fart in the woods and, You'd hit it and it'd play this farting sound. And the really good ones took you to a little tiny outhouse with a gnome in it. Oh, gosh. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I was just wondering, well, that would be kind of cool if you could have one where you dial a number. You know, dial the number. And, oh, yeah. and it rings somewhere in the woods. That would be That would be kind of cool. Oh, yeah. There may be ways to do that. All right. But there's there's some other ways that you can do a phone style cache. This one is currently temporarily disabled because it's located in Seattle and it's located inside the HQ building um, and whatnot. But the and it's part of the geocaching headquarters geo tour, right? But right. it's called it's the ode to the go. Golga Fracken phone <laughs> workers. That's Where actually not in HQ, but it's right down the street from it. No, actually, it the phone they moved is, it. The, the because the business down there at the corner that it used to be in to is no it. longer. Yeah. Oh so man. Currently, was, currently, that one is sitting about fifteen feet from the actual treasure chest where the two where the headquarters log is. So those two are within are way, way, <laughs> way too close. I'm way not too tell, close. I'm, I'm not going to tell HQ to archive one of them. No, um, I'm not a good do, idea. <laughs> if they do, they need to leave the telephone one up and an archive headquarters, um, since I've already found it. Um, but <laughs> this funny. one, if you if you look at the cache page, so let me share the yeah. cache page with you guys. Go for it. Bum, 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 bum. Let's see this one. So this one, he gives you these this code. Go, you know, one equals blue, two equals gold, three equals black. But you can tell that the 
colors don't match, right? So blue is actually in gold font and gold is in purple font and black is in red font. Yeah. The GC code for this one dun, 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 is GC32 Alpha Zero Hotel, A0H, right? And so you yep. come down here and you can look at it. And this is what you get um, on the cash page. Uh, it really doesn't make any sense to you at some level until you get to the actual pay phone. Oh, right. Um, and then it makes sense. The it, the easiest thing to do is print. <laughs> and we realize this later is to print this page in black and white. Oh, right. So let me <laughs> let me stop sharing this screen and share this other. Because somebody somewhere oh they created one took a a really good photo of said phone booth oh right? I see. yes and so when you look at this you can see where he is numbered or color coded each no. key right. right so he's color coded each key let me see if I can that's pretty good. Yeah, he's right. color coded. So he's color coded each key, and so blue. When he gives you one, is blue, <laughs> right? So you've got to go through. He's got a little puzzle, and you've got to call the the phone number that you get. And you can see in the bottom down here the the coin tray <laughs> actually pops open, and that's where the log sheet is for this. Right. One. Um, and this one is located, like I said, within about 12 feet of the log for HQ quarters, you know, um, and then, you know, once all of this stuff opens back up and, and headquarters can start having visitors again, you can go in and, and solve this one. Um, but it is a neat twist on a telephone cache, um, and whatnot. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know how one would go about procuring a payphone like this. Um, I still yeah. see a bunch of them in like DIA um, and they had some at Phoenix Sky Harbor. And so you'd, you'd be like, I wonder how I can get one of those. How much are those? Before they get rid of them. So anyway, that, that is a cool, that is, that was one of my favorite caches um, on the headquarters tour when we were there in 2015. Um, for the last block party, but um, nice, you know, so it is a neat kind of twist to some of this for phoning a friend and uh, whatnot. So, oh, absolutely, that is awesome. Let's see, very cool. What is this one? Yeah, what's the next one you got there? Uh, oh, it's a virtual cast. Yeah, this is one that uh, Jesse did and suggested with put in the show notes. But if you pull, if you want to pull that one up, uh, uh, Charles. I... <laughs> yeah, so, I'm, I'm gonna pull it up and, and share. Yeah, it's share. done by old K Blast. So uh, yeah, patron of the show, and he uh, he created this a while back. Uh, Gosh, it's been out there. Let's see, 2017. So it's one of the newer 
relatively right. newer, but uh, it takes a little work to get there to get all of them done because you have to drive to three different locations around Grove City. It's called Grove City Remembers. It's GC7 Bison 77 Water, if you use the geocaching alphabet. Uh, and you, you just use your phone and you call these different numbers. Um, you, uh, you text on one, uh, and they'll reply back. Uh, and so you kind of work your way through the work way through the puzzle, but it's a, it's a way to, uh, are you ready for this? What what kind of geocache is this, Gary? It's not a puzzle. Well, what is what is this? What's the little ghost one? It's virtual. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It wasn't a trick question. Okay. So it it is a. But if you come down here and look at the owner, isn't that the newer virtual though? If you look at old virtual, I think the. Icons are different a little bit. Oh, you're looking you're looking for this old ghost icon. Yeah. Yeah. So um you can see where it was temporarily disabled, right? And you yep. scroll down here and uh container is gone. I fix things soon. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Whoops, wrong cache. Um, and so I like how he did that instead of just um, going back and, de and deleting his log. Oh, he fixed it. He and, temporarily and then, disabled it. <laughs> That's he, funny. He disabled it because the container is gone. So, yeah. Right. Funny All stuff. Virtual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Big Red English Box is another one. If we want to, we, we, I showed it earlier, but the, the idea is, uh, is similar so we were talking about before where uh, the person had basically purchased a giant English phone box. I mean, it was a, he had it shipped from England to his house. Uh, he had all the glass taken out and carefully packed, shipped to his house. And it's sitting right there. Uh, on the side of his side of his house there and you he gives you the information but you walk up you go to the go into the red english box what's funny too about that one charles if yeah and tom if you ever get to go do that one the other cool thing is he had all the phone books that were actually in there brought over with him so it's kind of fun to just to look through the old british phone books but uh you pick it up. There's a dial tone. That's not a. It's a. It's a dial tone signal, not the old dial tones. But if you pick it up, it sends you the wave file. That's a dial tone. You make a phone. You can call. You can call anywhere in the U.S. for free. Because I think it's Google Voice, and uh, he gives you a phone number. You call it, and it gives you the coordinates to. Uh, to the final, so it's not a puzzle, but it's a uh, it's a multi. But you can easily use these kind of thoughts 
you know, as we always say, take these kind of things and make them and your run own. With it. Absolutely. Yeah, run with it. So what a great idea. I mean, I don't think you want to go to the expense of something like that, but you might. You might. Maybe, maybe you can find one on Craigslist for a good deal. You might be able to. I don't D and David team D and D. They've got a cash at one in Valley View, Texas. That's in a phone booth that still works. Right. But you don't have to put the coins in, but but it'll you can make a call from there. Cool. Yeah. yeah. There's ways you can um, you you can sort of keep the wheels turning. You might be able to come up with something similar. Uh, and like Charles said, the, the Google Voice, if you can if you can find a way to to incorporate that, um, people can make a call to that number from anywhere. So yeah. there's ways to there's ways for if you have a way to get a phone and a way to get it to make a phone call, you can then make you can make the ending of it be the Google Voice with the with the information or the next puzzle. You can have a you can whole have a series of phone numbers that they have to call to get the correct information. So, yep, yep, cool, <sighs> great ideas, guys. Yeah, lots of good ideas for for phone related geocaches and phone related puzzles. Um. So, yeah, get out there and, uh, yeah, who? Who? Twilla? Dave? Dave's not here. Dave's not <laughs> here. No, Dave. Dave. No, I'm Dave. I'm Dave. Uh, Twilio apparently is an interactive project pre-geocaching, which was fantastic programmable. Okay. There we go. All right. All right, guys. Pre pre geocaching. What was that? Pre geocaching. The days That's like pre internet. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, next show is I think May eleventh, which would be uh, very important because you want to get things solved before May eleventh. And an email sent to. Puzzle Talk Podcast at gmail.com. There you go. There you go. That's that's where you need to send your your answers if you, um, you know, and and, and I answer them. I, I owe somebody a, a response to. Uh, but you're pretty much up on it. Um, but yeah, if you send in a response to this, you know, for the for the t-shirt puzzle. Um, I'm I'm pretty good about sending it back to you and telling you you're wrong. <laughs> you're really good at telling them they're off. <laughs> um, you know I've I've gotten um a uh, I've gotten a couple of um requests. Um, Dire Wolf has sent me one, and and uh, I I told him he was was. Nowhere, no, no, not even. <laughs> Darwolf says, "Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, You're you wrong. Know. You know, he is not um, the father." 
but he but you know he did get one of my trackables in the mail so oh you know, nice. I mean, it, it evens out it, it does. evens out um so yeah you got three weeks to get an answer in um if you can get an answer before our next show remember you get our blue coin mailed to you you'll get a let me see i've got one here somewhere hang on you'll get a plain old the new the new plain old sunday show coin the new old sunday show that's right um <laughs> tom will eat a number four and a dr pepper shake for you yes he will and then i have a one-year premium membership on a gift card that is redeemable that I will send you as well in the same package that I send your blue coin in. Nice. So if you can get an answer that, you know, so Teresa's like what shirt puzzle. So Teresa, you got to go back and watch the very beginning of the show uh, because on the back of our puzzle talk shirts that are available in our geocaching store, there is a puzzle on the back. And if you can solve that puzzle, you get some sweet swag. So there's the link right there in the show for uh, the geocaching store. Yep. Get on there. Look at the Puzzle Talk shirts. Um, you, you have to purchase one of those in order to get a readable copy of the puzzle in its entirety. Um, and so... Get in there, do some some research, buy you a t-shirt that, that looks good, support the show. Yep. Um, and uh get you a, a cool shirt to wear around to your geocaching events. And uh maybe if you don't have a clue how to solve it, maybe somebody at one of your events that you go to will. Um so get in there, go to the chromiaprint.com slash collections slash geocaching, or you can go to geocachetalk.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, click on the store tab, and uh, that'll take you to the to the Chromia store, and you can get all of your geocaching, geocache talk-related merchandise there. But specifically for this, the Puzzle Talk shirt uh, that has the puzzle on the back, um, and you can get that if you're not the first person to solve it, um, but you're the first person to go to the coordinates. Yes there is a blue coin for you as well as one of my pathfinder 33 trackables yep so both of those are actually physically hidden at the location that you get from solving the puzzle yep. so um you know puzzle the puzzle if you can solve it is open to anyone we'll ship these coins to you worldwide so for our aussies and our yep. our kiwis down in new zealand um, and even our European listeners who are um, listening on the show afterwards, it, it, if you can get a hold of a of the shirt and get you and solve the puzzle, yep, we'll I'll internationally mail it to you. So no big deal there. So nope. fret not. Does that mean if it's on the other side of the hemisphere, do I have to eat that water burger upside down? <laughs> we're gonna hang you from, see. We're gonna hang you from a seesaw. That's right. Oh. Thank you, and make you do it. Well, let's throw this in too. You have until Mingo, I guess. If you got a topic you'd like to see us cover, 
send it to the to this Gmail address before me hopefully before Mingo so that way we have some time to work on it because I guess that Mingo Gary's going to make us work and be busy and if he's not then Ryan will somebody's <laughs> going to put us to work doing Somebody. something yeah sure. I guess Shinny Shen- up all those palm trees getting caches down that's yeah, right. but if you want to, if you got a topic you want us to cover, send it in here. That's right. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. That was a good show. Uh, shout out to DCI Gary, who was in the chat room. One of my fascinating buddies here. Oh, good. Excellent. All right. Well, if we don't see you at uh, Mingo, we'll see you again uh, on May 11th for the next show. So we will see you then. Send in your info. And uh, we will see everybody soon. Okay. Good night, everybody. Good night.